And welcome to another episode of the Football Smack Talk Show. I am your host, Ryan. I'm Eric. Welcome, everybody, to another wonderful edition of the show. It is time to talk a little draft. Uh, for those of you who are living under a rock, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, the NFL Draft uh, had their first round on Thursday, second and third on Friday, and four through seven on Saturday. Uh, Eric, we obviously have been talking all weekend, and we're yeah. talking scoring and, and all of that fun stuff. Uh, before we get into the specifics, as we'll obviously go over uh, mm -hmm. a player that was drafted, uh, and maybe you know uh, some people we would have liked better, maybe not, whatever. You know, we'll talk about it. Overall, what's what's your initial thoughts on this draft? I, you know, you can give it a grade if you want. You know, you know, you don't sure. have to, but. Well, I won't shy away from it. I gave it a B minus. Um, it was a very good draft, which, I mean, to anybody who knew me during my uh, scholastic days, knows a B minus, I was A-okay with. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it was a good draft. I mean, we'll get into some of the points where I thought maybe they could have gone different directions. But overall, like, there's no pick that I sit there and go, really? That guy? Like, I mean, to me, that's always the first thing I say. Is there a spot where I look at and say, eh, and not really. I mean, there's. I could make a case for each one of these guys that they picked, where they picked them. Sure. Yeah, I, I, think, I think a lot of people have certainly expressed some concern over the fact that they waited until the fourth round to grab uh, a corner. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we were all kind of hoping in that second round. There were a couple of guys there that we, we would have liked uh, mm -hmm. in that. Uh, you know, for corner, but, you know, I, I think the second and the third rounder are probably going to get the most scrutiny. Sure. Because they're early enough to where they should be impactful, but, you know, they're not late enough to where it's like, hey, if it works out, it works out, you know? So, right. you know, so, so let's start with the, the second round pick, number 37, Landon Dickerson, center out of Alabama. Um, which is the first time that the Eagles have actually really Eagles shy away from Bama players. Um, but yeah, we, they went back to back, back to back. So um, kind of funny there, but obviously the concern here is his injury history. Sure. It's, you know, when you're bringing an offensive lineman into the offensive lineman group who already has an injury history and you're getting this guy to, not only come in and, and be able to, to spot start for an injury, but eventually take over yeah. for Jason Kelsey uh, for hopefully the next 10 years. Uh, you know, the guys had, you know, two ACLs, some ankle injuries, um, you know, but when he is healthy, they're already comparing him to somebody with the likes of uh, Quentin Nelson. Well, we talked about some of the guys, like uh, one name that we talked about for the first round was Jalen Phillips. And we said, if you take him, you have to trust your medical team. You sure. have to trust that they're going to be able – and that's what this is. The Landon Dickerson pick is another situation where you have to trust your medical, that you're going to be able to keep them on the field. And I know that's not been the Eagles' strong suit with guys. I mean, and, you know, the once bit, twice shy, you know – Carson Wentz, like the big knock on him, as much as we sat here and defended him for as long as we did, his big knock was that he couldn't stay on the field. Right. Um, Sidney Jones, you couldn't get him on the field. Right. And 
So Sidney no, Jones, I think, is the easy comparison. Sure. Because the first of where you picked him. Yeah. That got, you know, bumped into the second round, knowing the, the injury history, and you still went ahead and picked him. Obviously, and at the Alabama Pro Day, he was seen behind Mac Jones. I'm sure everybody's seen the footage doing cartwheels. And right. he's a he's a lighthearted guy. He's a guy, he's gonna be good for your locker room. Sure. Like, yeah. People, like he's gonna be a well-liked player in that locker room because he's willing to do the work and but he's also willing to have fun and laugh at himself and you know be very lighthearted and jovial. Which look, I mean, we can make light of that, but like stuff like that, it's a grind. Like there are times where you and I, we'd love to play football for a living. Like we would love to have the body type, but like there are times. Yeah. But there are times where doing this, it becomes a job. Like when it's, when you're not doing well, when you're got nagging injuries and you know, you got a media ready to fire the coach and run the GM out of town. It can be very taxing on players mentally as well as physically. And so having someone that'll come in and do something that'll help lighten the mood. Like that's pretty like, I mean, that's not the biggest selling point on the guy. No, like, right, right. Selling, it better be what he can do on Sundays. Well, and, and what he did at Alabama was not give up any sacks, which, Hey, that that's going to be important. If he can come here like, at if, all. Yeah. If he can come here and when he's put in the, the line of fire, not give up any sacks from his, visit, that that's pretty nice to be able to know, Hey, that, that guy, the middle, we know we don't got to worry about that, right? And and that's what we've been doing with with Jason Kelsey, mm-hmm. you know, ever ever since he he got drafted, and you know, just given his longevity and potential Hall of Fame career, that may end up going uh, down as the most valuable pick in in Eagles history as far as you know getting you know value out of uh, a certain position, you know. So yeah, um, and out of the spot where you picked him, yeah. yeah. Hey, what's going on, Seamus? What's up, buddy? Hey, Seamus. Good to see you, bud. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of with you. I'm in that B minus range. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not as doom and gloom as a lot of people. Um, you know, yes, I would have rather seen a few players here and there, but you know, and, and I think again, if I can name one player who you would have liked there, and wow. seeing as like the only person that can pronounce his name right on associated with the Philly verse. Should yeah. I just go ahead and say Jeremiah Owosu Karamoa? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would have loved to. to when yeah. Flip it even further. I was like, just trade up. Just trade up and get right. him. You know, use your oh my third. God, I was with you. Use your third and, and give up like a fourth uh, next year. You, you got plenty of draft capital next year. Yeah, I, I felt like he was an impactful guy. I think Cleveland did a hell of a job. They had, Cleveland had a great draft. Yeah, they did. Uh, Travis, what's going on, pal? Uh, Travis says he gave up one sack in over 800 snaps at Alabama. Yeah, that's his entire time at Alabama. His senior or this last year, I don't think it was was he a junior this year? He came out early, or is he senior? Yeah, okay, but yeah, in his senior year, he didn't give up any. Yeah, so dude, uh, dude's a freak of nature. Like I said, right? Nelson, Nelson is is one of the premier left guards in in, in the NFL. And to be compared to to somebody of that uh, you know stature is great. And I think when we look back at this draft, and it's you know the three years ahead, you know as as one always says, you have to give it at least three years. Uh, I, I think if Land, Landon Dickerson is certainly going to be what sways it, and if he is healthy, and he, oh, if he stays healthy, I think I, it's I have no question about his abilities. 
So if yeah. you stay healthy, I think this will go down in this draft as as pretty, you know, pretty pleased. Yeah, um, it goes it goes down as an A plus draft if he stays healthy. Right. And and you know, you know, and again, as I said, the second and the third round are, are se seem to be getting a lot of the the heat. The third round, kind of for all the wrong reasons, uh, they showed the Eagles' war room when uh, Milton Will Williams got drafted. Um, and, uh, you know, everybody was pretty happy that you saw Rich Gannon in the background, like pumping his fist. He was well, going, yeah, back. you got he somebody excited. Yeah. And, you know, you and then, for his side of the ball. Absolutely. Right. And then you get all the way down to Donahue, 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 Donahue however you pronounce that. Yeah. Uh, dude was visibly pissed. And he gave a half hearted fist pound to Howie. Howie probably said, What's wrong with you, dude? And he's like, Man, I don't like that pick. And how he's like, ah, what do you want me to do? Uh, so, so naturally, I yeah, I should don't family. put any of that on Howie. Howie's trying uh, to be involved oh, no. with the guys. Yeah, like, he's trying to be excited. At that point, you got to have a united front. You got to know that video. If it doesn't go right, is going viral, and it right. did. And listen, I get that certain scouts and, and people that make these decisions have their guys and have yeah. who they want. And, and you spend months in this evaluation process, and then right. like, so you fall in love with a guy, and then. Your organization says we're going a different direction. Some guys like it's, a like, it's okay. It. Yeah. You're, invested in, you're invested in time, yeah. Learning about this prospect, you know, and and, and trying to figure out if he's a fit. Mm -hmm. So I get Donahoe was was pretty upset, but, but I think at that point you need to show. It, you it, it exacerbates the 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 news from you know the last couple of months that there's you know a lot of infighting in the lock area in the uh, front office. So yeah, that was know, a good opportunity to show a united front. Right, and that, that could have been really good, but mm -hmm. regardless, you know, it's people are going to take what they want, and and yeah, I don't think Williams is necessarily a a household name. I certainly um, heard of him, but I wasn't, yeah. uh, you know, uh, all the way up uh, on all of the uh, the information on Milton Williams. Uh, he's at a D tackle out of Louisiana Tech. Probably will play D end. Um, you know, I think I think he's yeah, he's a rotational guy. I think somebody they plan to get involved. He'll probably start off on special teams and work his way into the rotation along the defensive line somewhere. Yeah, well, and 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 you know, again, it, it, I feel like you know, yeah, you probably could have taken somebody like an Aaron Robinson, who the Giants took a, a pick later. Yeah, uh, the Giants had a really good draft too. Yeah, they surprisingly did. Um, even after the fans' response to yeah, yeah. yeah, they've traded back all this time. But so I, I honestly think you know it was important to get younger on the line, um, and and both both lines honestly. And, and it was and clear that was a priority. Yeah, Howard came out and said, you know, as long as I'm here, we're going to prioritize both lines and. He always has, and he always will, which is fine, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's his. That's his thing, and I'm, I'm right. fine. I'm, I'm yeah. cool with that being your thing. Mm -hmm. So, and, and considering Brandon Graham is getting up there, Fletch is getting up there, you know, these are two pivotal, you know, players on this on this defense that are probably not going to be here in a couple of years, right? Maybe sooner. So, you know, I think with this draft combined with all of the picks last, you know, next year. I think you know we'll probably see another defensive lineman pick, probably with those one of those early picks. Oh yeah, you've got four picks in, in what probably the first in four in the first like at least 40? six. 
40, yeah. 50? Yeah, probably say four of the first 50. Yeah. I would say you're at least getting one D end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and probably going to get a corner, probably going to, you know, uh, who knows, you know, what else we probably an offensive tackle again. Yeah. Well, hey, let's just hope it's no. not a situation where you have to get a quarterback. Well, and that's that's I think was my next point is. Yeah, this all hinges on Hertz. If Hertz is the guy, at least they're confident enough that he's the guy moving forward. You can spend those picks on helping him and helping this defense. Yeah. And look, you spent two picks on Thursday and Friday night to help Jalen Hurts. Right. Like, make no mistake, like, that was the, the first two nights of the draft, that was about helping Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. And I think with Smith, Rager, I think I think it takes a little pressure off of Rager having Smith there. Yes. You have you have those two. You have Greg Ward, Fulgham. You have Hightower, Quez Watkins. You know, you have uh, Goddard. You have Miles Sanders. Yeah. You have a very young you know, team and, and a very noticeable thing that did not happen over the weekend. Zach Ertz not traded over the well, weekend. That's also uh, that's also very true. Um, so, you know, and so uh, I'm just looking at uh, what you call So, so not only did the Eagles obviously take, jeez, um, uh, I'm blanking on his name, Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they also got a nice young running back in Kenneth Gainwell in the fifth from um, yeah. who ends up being the cousin of Fletcher Cox. Yeah, I didn't um, know that until after I saw somebody uh, tweet that out. Right. That was uh, that was super weird. Uh, I did not know that. Uh, you know, I wish I would have known that prior. But I know um, that would have been a great thing to talk about on the show. Um, yeah. About a mid-round pick being, you know, related to Fletcher. Right. So um, after the after that uh, pick, um, oh, I'm also forgetting. I'm sorry. I'm also forgetting Zach McPherson, corner from Texas Tech. Who Which I, I love that really, pick. I love it too. I think he's he could be a really good player in this league. Mm-hmm. Considering that we really don't have a, a true number two right now, I think he could potentially fight for he some. He could be in that mix. Yeah, he could be. I mean, considering there's not. Really, a guy out there that's like, oh, okay, clearly he's our number two. At least not now. At no. least not now, because there's a lot, you know, a lot of time between now and the start of season, and there's still some free agents. Usually, when you get that second wave of free agents, second wave of cuts, you also could mm-hmm. theoretically make a trade, considering that you have a lot of draft capital. Well, draft capital, yeah. So, you know, I truly believe that the Eagles are not done a corner as far as making offseason moves. Personally, agreed. Yeah. Um, Seamus, a couple analysts said Milton Williams could be, ten, be ten, ugh, could be potentially as good as Aaron Donald. Pretty close measurables and a bench press 500 pounds. Yeah, I I actually heard that too, and and you know I don't think anybody thought. Yeah, maybe uh, plays with the same owner as Aaron Donald. Well, no, right, but uh, I don't I don't think anybody thought Aaron Donald was going to come out and be the best defensive player in the league for years, you know, to come. I'll tell you what, I remember watching that whole process leading up to Aaron Donald. There was one guy, Theo Riddick, who, who sat and was pounding the table that Aaron Donald was the best player in the draft that year. Well, there you go. Maybe we should hire him as a scout. If only we had him as a scout. If only. If only. But we did once upon a time. Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, we were we were all clamoring for him to be uh, be our GM. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, what do you mean we're? Uh, yeah, I almost. But um, so so yeah. So uh, outside of um, you know a running back and a corner back in uh, you know the fourth round, um, you know I think again those were two really good picks uh, in the fourth round. Yeah, I was ecstatic uh, with their fourth round. So, um, or no, I'm sorry. Uh, Gainwell was a fifth round. My bad. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. It was fourth and I just get a little, yeah. um, a sixth round They What do they end up uh, with? Uh, a linebacker. Um, well, I guess, oh no, I'm sorry. He's like a hybrid. Yeah. Um, he's Stevens from LSU. He could play safety. He could play uh, linebacker. Um, you know, that's fine. We certainly need, you know, yeah. More. And, but you know, he's probably going to do a lot of, Special teams. And you know how I like to pick out those guys who are going to help right. the special teams. Uh, and then they, they got Marlon. Uh, I'm not going to pronounce his name. Tui Pulotu. Tui Pulotu. Yeah, sure. Uh, defense. Sure all together really quickly. Sound like I'm right. All right, yeah. Got to love the Samoans. Uh, those dudes, you know, always are big bodies, you know, just mean guys. They're all Smack either pro wrestlers or football players. Yeah, That's right. all they do. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, uh, he, uh, he got, uh, selected, uh, with the first Eagles pick or no, I'm sorry. Uh, the second Eagles pick, uh, in, uh, the sixth round. Um, and then they also took, uh, oh no, I'm sorry. The third pick in the sixth round. Jeez. There's right, so they had picks. three in the sixth. Sorry, yeah. So they also got Taryn Jackson, DN from coastal Carolina. Again, more D line help. Yeah, six. You know, sixth uh, round was uh, some D line help, uh, and then in the uh, seventh, they ended up with uh, Patrick Johnson, a uh, linebacker at Tulane, which actually I I liked. I uh, personally would have probably gone for somebody like a Dylan Moses. Yeah, and I was surprised Dylan Moses thing. Yeah, he yeah. didn't. He? he ended up going to Jacksonville. Okay. Um, and then looking at the. Uh, undrafted free agents. I think we got a couple of really good guys. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, Trayvon Grimes, wide receiver out of Florida. Um, a lot of people are already saying, "Well, there, you know, that's the official uh, JJ Ortega Whiteside uh, replacement." Oh yeah. Um, Seamus again. I think five of our draft picks could get a lot of playing time. I agree. I really do. I 100 agree. Yeah. I, I think I think just given you know this team and who we have right now. I definitely think at least five, you know, Smith, I think Landon will probably be able to spot start and, 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 you know, any injury will be able to come in and, and, and fill in that role. Yeah, bigger Landon Dickerson's available week one. He's got an opportunity, especially like you said, if there are any injuries on the offensive line God willing. and I mean, yeah. Right. And Devonte Smith, um, Obviously, gonna have a chance to play significantly. And I think I think uh, Williams will be in a rotation. Mm -hmm. I think McPherson will definitely have be an opportunity to compete. Will definitely be uh, an opportunity to compete. And I think uh, our uh, fifth round selection uh, of Gainwell. I think. Yeah, I think the possibility that Jordan Howard, Jordan Howard may not be on this team. Yeah, there's nothing guaranteed and for Jordan Howard. Especially if Gainwell balls out and they're like, well, uh, we found our number two. We don't need Howard. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Trayvon Grimes, wide receiver out of Florida. Uh, this is an interesting one. Jamie Newman, a quarterback out of Georgia um, mm -hmm. from 
all I've ever heard is this guy was very before this last collegiate year. This guy was like first, second round talent. Yeah, that's what I had heard as well. And basically, uh, the the guy there now, I guess, beat him out and whatever, whatever. But and then he ended up sitting out uh, uh, last year because of it. Kind of, it, it seemed a little like you know he did it only because he got beat out, which is unfortunate. But right. uh, maybe that's not the case. I don't know. But dude's a, a real good talent. So if you that's your de- developmental quarterback, so you have Hertz, you have Flacco, and now you have Newman, who yeah. you can develop and hopefully uh, you know with the the quarterback factory uh, develop him into a, a decent quarterback, uh, at least a, a decent. Um, you know, backup quarterback for the time being. Um, they grabbed uh, another offensive tackle from Buffalo, Coyote uh, Wasasika. Uh, Wasika. I'm really bad at yeah, that. Yeah, state really fast. That way everybody just believes you're confident and you're, you must be right. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, defensive tackle out of Ohio State, Jaquan Bailey, mm-hmm. um, who everyone kind of predicted he was going to be a, 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 an undrafted. Uh, same with yeah. uh, Wasika. Uh, they got another wide receiver, so they got two total wide receivers. Um, you know, undrafted. Drafting. Uh, yeah. uh, J- Jamon uh, Ospin, wide receiver from Texas A&M. Uh, mm-hmm. They got another center, who I'm assu- assuming is a guard hybrid, Harry uh, Kreider from Indiana, uh, and then finally a tight end, Jack Stoll from Nebraska. So. You know, I think I think the the highlight of of the undrafted free agent class class has to be uh, Trayvon Grimes, who I think yeah. was a very was a very draftable player. He's six four, two forty, ran a four five. Um, you know, had pretty productive years last year, uh, senior year. Actually, he was originally in Ohio State his freshman year. Transferred to Florida, uh, right. thirty eight catches, five eighty nine yards, and nine touchdowns. Um, so, um, yeah, so he's certainly good. And, again, I think uh, the quarterback, Jamie Newman, certainly has potential. You know, this guy was recruited uh, to be a star uh, in college and just, you know, for whatever reason, it kind of didn't work out. Right. Uh, you know, again, he's had a big national program. He certainly has the skills. He's mobile. Yeah, he was expected to come in after Jake Fromm and yeah. take over. Yeah. So, um so yeah, I'm I'm very kind of excited to see what those two guys can do, uh, and honestly, you get anything out of the rest of them, I think you're you're you're. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he's saying uh, who who is saying who? Uh, Rhymes, I think. Yeah. Aaron Morehead. Sorry, I I missed that. Um, maybe. I think he's saying Grimes did. Grimes. Uh, yeah. I think that's actually. Um. So yeah, that's uh that's always uh certainly. You know, good and 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 uh, you know helpful. So, um, yeah. So I, honestly, like I said, I give it a B minus. I think it's uh, you know hard to judge drafts as they just happened, but For sure. Uh, you know, I'm really excited about Hertz. I or uh, Hertz and and Smith. Yeah, I'm excited about that combo. You know that the getting that combo back together. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I'm ready to. I'm that is that is a jersey worthy purchase. Yeah, yeah. He we already has number six. He already said it. Said it. Yep. So and I, yeah. I need a six. So, so do I. Yeah. So I, I, well, will, I don't have to get Bobby Brister. 
Thank God. Now I, now I just need somebody to uh, to be number three. Uh, and I'll, I'll go. Oh, the second receiver. I'm sorry. Um, uh, that was uh, oh uh, Osman or uh, yeah Osman, wide receiver from Texas A&M. Okay, uh, that's even better because yeah. then because well let's let's think about this. So Grimes would have worked with Brian Johnson. Yeah, he was the, the O coordinator there. So there's that connection. And then Osman, you know, as you said, mentioned uh, worked with uh, Aaron Moorhead. Wide receivers coach, so yep. all good things. Gotta love those connections because you know the familiarity with a coach, right? That, kinda that helps makes kinda... that transition to the next level that much easier. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I was pretty happy. Again, I think in the second round, I would have, I would have, you know, felt better today if they had gra grabbed an Asante Samuel Jr. or a Jeremiah Owusu Karamoa. Got it. There you go. Got it. There you go. Woo! That's the only time I'm ever going to say it again. I'm quit officially retiring from saying his name. Since he wasn't taken with the Eagles, you shouldn't have to say it again. Uh, right, I shouldn't. Um, so I would have much rather one of those two guys, and then in the third, grab somebody like a Creed Humphrey, yeah, uh, center from uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, and so, oh, where did he end up going? Let me see if I can. I was just actually trying to think of that while you while you were saying. I'm like, wait, where did he go? Because it's so funny. I always talk about this. Um, after we get done the draft analysis, like if we come back in a month and you're like, man, what did you think about the draft? I'm like, it's like it all just departs from my head. Like all the stuff I think about, like with the all the players that you oh, know, yeah. the breakdown, like, and, oh, and this guy could go here. Oh, this team trades up, they could get yeah. hit, and then like, and like I, I usually like by the end of the process, I'm going like midway into the second round in my mock draft in my head, and like, and then it's like a month later, it's like, all right, what did you think about the draft? Um, Trevor Lawrence went number one, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so uh, actually, Creed Humphrey ended up going to Kansas City at the end of the second round, so they would have actually had to trade up. So that's fine. okay. Um, but still, you know, say if you went, uh, um, uh, Karamoa, uh, with your uh, second round pick, well, and who knows how the rest of it plays out after that? If a if we take a Karamoa. And like maybe instead of taking Creed Humphrey, maybe they're taking Landon Dickerson at the end of the second round. That is true. I mean, there were a couple of really good guys. Yeah. In the second round that kept falling. Um, uh, Pete Warner, Nick Bolton, as I mentioned, uh, mm -hmm. I just really want to say it now that I know how to say it. <laughs> uh, well, that's the same way I was last week. As soon as I yeah. really got it down, I was like, I have to keep saying it. Over right. over again. Um, how about uh, uh, Ojolari, the linebacker from uh, Georgia? Yeah. Um, who ended up getting Terrence Marshall? I would have even taken Terrence Marshall, a uh, mm -hmm. wide receiver. Washington got a Woju, right? Or was it the Giants? Uh, where was he? Where was he? Uh, Owosu Karamao? Yeah. Or not. Um, no. Ojolari? No, um, oh, Ojolari, yeah. Yeah, he went to the Giants. Yeah. Sadly. He had a good draft. They really did, honestly. I'm, I'm. I mean, let's, let's. Say. I mean, I love our draft. I don't want to, like, you know, sound like so I'm. They, so they traded all the way back 
to we got a first next year out of it. Next year to take Kadarius Tony, which only proves the fact that we did made the right choice for oh, yeah. for Devontae oh, yeah. Smith. Um, which I don't understand their need to another wide receiver. They already just signed Galladay. They have Sterling Shepard. Yeah, I didn't understand it either. I thought for sure they were going to go one of the offensive linemen. And yeah. Schmidt Slater was sitting there. I thought, like, you know, you just lost, you know, not that long ago. Eli Manning was the first of that 2004 quarterback group that had to retire because he got the crap beat out of it. And, and when you traded back, you still had Christian Darosaw. Right, flipped all the way down to to twenty three, um, with Minnesota. Now Minnesota yeah. had a pretty good draft too. Uh, so, so yeah, so the Giants got Tony uh, in the uh, first round. They got Ojolari, uh in the second round. Uh, I'm trying to see if, just in case, they had any like trade picks. Uh, third round, they got Aaron Robinson, who corner from U UCF, right. which I would have loved. Um, I'd say. I think overall, I think the NFC East did a really good job. Yeah. Like, I think they no. all did a really good draft. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's say, did they get a fourth round selection? Uh, I don't think they had a fourth round. Oh, no, they did. They had another linebacker, uh, Ellerson Smith from Northern Iowa. Mm -hmm. um, they had. He was Ellison Smith. I know he was the guy we mentioned that we might like for the Eagles middle yeah. mid rounds. I don't think they had a fifth because I can't find it and I'm not going to keep looking. Uh, <laughs> I'm literally just going through every pick. Uh, they had Radarius Williams, Oklahoma State corner, which mm -hmm. I, I did like um, as a kind of a late late uh, corner for us. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, they they had a pretty good draft. Dallas again drafts another linebacker. Um, which, you know, is, is not surprising, uh, but they mm. have four linebackers right now. I would take on the Eagles over oh, any linebacker. Oh, absolutely. But like who's rushing the passer in that Dallas room? Well, you, you have who's covering somebody. In Lawrence. Room? Yeah. Just yeah. from Trevor Lawrence. That's it. I mean, I'm Trevor Lawrence. Uh, yeah. Dexter DeMarcus. Lawrence. DeMarcus. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to call them every name, but their, their corners aren't really their, their D backs aren't good at all. Mm -mm. They could have been focusing on that. Their offense is pretty darn good when everybody's healthy, but they also sure. need some more O line help. Absolutely. I mean, like, so, uh, again, the fact that they went Parsons, I think it's hilarious. They could have had Rashawn Slater right there. Yeah. They just, you know, whatever. They decided not to. Or Darshaw, they wanted him there. But you know they also got a you know a, another corner in the second round, Calvin Joseph from Kentucky, who actually mm -hmm. I, I did like. Um, sure, I thought he might go in the first round. They got a D tackle from UCLA in the third. Uh, in the yeah, we're going to take fourth. a step name. Yeah, in the fourth they got uh, Josh Ball, finally an O tackle from Marshall. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, again, nothing uh, sexy. But then they all what I, what I really didn't like. As they picked Jabril, Jabril Cox in the fourth round uh, at one fifteen, oh, uh, linebacker. Yeah, yeah. So they they literally now have five linebackers. I would probably take on the Eagles. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> it, five it, linebackers you name on the Cowboys before you name one linebacker on the Eagles, uh, right? Probably, or maybe it is. No, maybe Cox was the fourth one. But either way, regardless. They already had pretty Yeah, I feel confident in saying that there's a fifth linebacker on Dallas you'd probably take over. Oh. At least our second linebacker. 
Well, well, and that's the thing. Like, I I get, you know, the fact that linebackers aren't really shit in this town, which is whatever. That's fine. As somebody who loves linebackers and feels that it, to me, is the most important group of the defense. Sure. Uh, that's just me. The you know, mm-hmm. but I understand why people don't because again. You can, you know, there's a lot of sets that only have two linebacker and, you know, I, I get all that. And we have Wilson, who, again, was kind of thrust into the starting role due to injury with Minnesota last year, had a very productive year. Yeah, yeah. he's going to have an important role in this defense. Right. You have Alex Singleton, who mm-hmm. finally got some playing time. Second half of the season was a monster. Um, you know, Which was, means was, we can put out the pasture Nate Geary, who's no longer here. Bye bye. Uh, I would also I like you'd appreciate hearing yeah, saying that again. I would like Duke Riley to never see the field. Um, you know, you also have TJ Edwards, who again, nothing special, but I, I feel like he's progressing. And then you had the two, you know, project linebackers and Bradley and uh, Davion Taylor, who sure. have skills, but they just can't get on the field. So, like, Timmy. Well, hopefully you'll see a lot of them since we're probably we're going to have the preseason again this year, and so they'll get some game speed snaps. Right. So yeah, you know, I'm I'm just uh, I'm just a little worried about the you know the depth of linebacker. I would love them. Mm-hmm. Not I would have loved nothing more than to have Singleton and Wilson, whichever way, be your two and three. Yeah, that would have been nice. That would have been nice. I'm just saying there were some available linebackers in the second round when we were you know we were going for Landon Dickerson I think um just trying to think of off the top of my head that you know that I named obviously a couple of them Ojolari um Bolton uh Werner uh Owusu Karamoa um you just wanted another excuse to say I really did. I really did. Uh, now, there was another chance. Surratt would have been a really good pick in the third round. Absolutely. Uh, I would have loved that pick. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. He was a guy that I had I had certainly looked at. Um, uh, I want to say there was still one more. Um, I don't think it was Monty Rice from Georgia, although I did like him. I, that's not who I was like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Brown, oh, maybe Baron Browning, um, who got selected at the last pick of the third round. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that might have been it. But, uh, again, there were options. Um, I'm just, uh, you know, now we kind of wait as, you know, people are kind of figuring out, you know, they're bringing the draft draftees in, mm-hmm. signing them, doing all that fun stuff. And then, you know, we just heard uh, recently that the Eagles, the voluntary, you know, voluntary, you know, OTAs, they're not really gonna, uh, or they're not gonna go to those. Um, so we're gonna have a little bit of a wait before we see some of these players in in actual action. Right, um, not until mandatory at the was right. that June. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, they take the month of May. And you know, uh, I was gonna say Jalen Rager just posted to his Instagram earlier today, I think it was, or yesterday, uh, of him with Jalen Hurts. It looks like they were going to work out, um, mm-hmm. you know, throw some throw some balls, uh, which is always well, something. If one of them wants to give a phone call, maybe do a plane ticket for Devontae Smith to, you know, to have him there with them. Well, that's the thing. It's the quarterback's job to do that. Yeah. What was it? Um, Hertz was with Smith the other night after he got drafted at the Sixers game. 
so yeah, so yeah, I, I would assume Smith is still in Philly, kind of getting yeah, so hanging out, you know, spend some time with your quarterback, right? Yeah, you know, exactly. just a couple routes, and it's like as a quarterback, Jalen goes, well, I really like this route. I really like receivers running this, and you know, Devontae. Well, running the they yeah. already have that because they've yeah. already worked together. So, you know, uh, and, and I think Hertz can certainly help assimilate him into the NFL, mm -hmm. uh, you know, as he just went through it himself. So. And he can talk about what he saw last year in his rookie year and, like, stuff that, you know, Devontae should be looking out for and saying, you know, hey, like, talk to this veteran. He knows a crap ton. Somebody who's really, like, somebody who you wouldn't normally think of, like, that probably stuck out to Jalen Hurts and said, man. That guy really knows his stuff about the receiver position. Yeah. Tell Devontae Smith, give him a call and talk to him about like the rigors of playing wide receiver in the National Football League. Yeah. Is no. anybody Rager will be great. The whole offense is so young. Oh, like, I know. They're all, all going to get to grow together. Right, exactly. Yeah. So like, You're going to see who sticks and who doesn't. Right, if Hurts is the guy – I really think we have a, a really good offense moving forward. You know, considering the fact that if Smith is your number one, Rager's your number two, you have Ward and Fulgham, three and four. Mm -hmm. You're probably going to have, you know, I yeah, would either Hightower or I would Watkins. Watkins over Hightower, I would in my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe Hightower makes it, or maybe, you know, uh, you know, maybe Grimes makes it. Uh, right. But either way, bye bye JJ. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say we're not holding out hope for JJ or think of Whiteside. No, no, there's zero hope. I literally got so hyped about JJ because I was seeing him doing work last season. I know you got. I know you had his jersey a couple. Of, you got. I practically bought his jersey right away, which was so freaking dumb. So dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 You're the only person so who made their thing. I like didn't. That. I didn't buy a real one. It was a. It was one of those fake knockoff ones. Um, yeah. So I felt better about myself. Self only spending like thirty bucks. Which we um, got to talk about when we're going to take a run over to maybe. Uh, oh yeah, to to yeah. Uh, to Don and uh, Don and uh, Lenny. What? Was it Lenny? Lenny. Yeah, yeah, Lenny. God, what was that? Lenny and Susie. Yeah, we're gonna go see Lenny and Susie. Yeah, and in uh, what Pittman, New Jersey, right? Yep. Best jerseys out there. Uh, Fifty At the best price. Yeah. Oh, dude, oh, great yeah. Dude. Freaking awesome. Um, yeah. No. Once I think once all of the official kind of jerseys happen, uh, yes. right before the start of the season, we'll probably we'll probably head out there and yeah. I say sometime during the heart of training camp, we take a ride right. there. Yeah. yeah. And and speaking of jerseys and numbers, Slay. Uh, a, a yeah. going from 24 to, to two yeah um which which hurts i was really hoping he would have went to like three because i need a three um i was hoping and, he was gonna stay uh, at 24 just well, or that i mean i would have loved to because i have that jersey too but yeah um well now like for this new idea we've come up with like how does it work can we take the same player like i mean i have a number one hurts jersey now Okay, and that counts as counts as your one, and Hertz counts as your two. For now, yeah. I mean, if you're going to want to make rules to me, I'll have to go out and get a David Akers for number two. I know, right? But uh, which I'll gladly do. Yeah, um, Akers is the only kicker that I think I'd do only, only kicker that I would ever think about. Uh, yeah. Elliot for a smidge there. He had a run that I could have potentially, but that's gone. 
Well, the only people that I know that have one is because that's their last, last name. name and yeah. so, like, yeah, I get I it because I've got a Ward jersey just because that's my last name. Uh, no way, Seamus. Where in Pittman or at uh, or Lenny and Sue? You were there? Oh shoot, that's awesome. Because if that's the case, dude, we gotta we we'll, we'll let you know. Yeah, we'll definitely. We'll yeah, we'll hook that'd up. Be awesome. we'll meet up there. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool as heck. Finally, uh, finally go get, get some beers uh, afterwards. Yeah. Man, the myth, the legend, Seamus. That'd be awesome. I'd be in for that. That'd be great. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. Maybe we uh, maybe we can do uh, a little uh, a little uh, group uh, gather collaboration. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, but yeah, so so the draft is what it is. We still have probably. I would honestly assume I wouldn't be surprised if Howie made a move in the next week or two for a corner. Yeah, uh, um, one of the rumors I've heard so far. Um, I don't know how you're going to respond to this, but oh god, Crevion LeBlanc. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense that somebody like Crevion um, would would come back to the full familiarity and all that. Uh, although it's a new coaching staff, so who really knows? Um, yeah, and I still don't think it would be to compete for the number two corner spot. Like he doesn't fill that role. I, I, I right now it's it's Avante Maddox's to lose. Yeah, it's as sad as that sounds. It's Avante to lose. And I, I think it stinks because Avante Maddox is built to be a nickel corner. Like that's right. who he is. Right, right. And I don't want to see him have to spend his career trying to be something he's not. Right. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm a little concerned about next year. My, yeah. That's my number one concern right now. Is the number is two corner? Yeah, mine as well. Two is my number one concern. Number two, uh, I don't know. Not my number two is, and I imagine it's probably when I say it, you'll say it's yours. The linebacker position. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm happy they got somebody like Wilson. I mean, sure. Think about it from this year to last year. Oh God. Oh they yeah. Somebody, linebacker room. I feel infinitely. They have, more they have a young player who has progressed very much in one year in Alex. Mm -hmm. So you're already getting a better player in just him. You trotted out Nate Geary. You had Duke Riley. You had well, all you told me about the difference yeah. between uh, this year and last year. Is hey, you're not gonna have to worry about Nate Geary being out there. Right. I've already, I already feel right. like and then you're bringing in a guy who's had over 100 tackles, and yeah. and, and you know did well. Um, you know, I, I am worried about McLeod and his injuries. Sure. Uh, because no, that's know, a great point. Absolutely. So, so outside of Wait, two um, out of the last three or four years, he's right. been, so yeah. so outside of um, you know McLeod, and obviously they just got Anthony Harris. Sure. Um, you know, they, they obviously have uh, uh, Kavon Wallace, mm -hmm. which, you know, again, um, I'm happy He's to see. Still a long way from being really ready. Well, right. But exactly. I, I, I like his production. I like I like where he's going. He's just not, just not there. Yeah. So you still have, uh, I think you technically still have Marcus Epps. Um, right. And I think, uh, so, so you have those four. I, I think they're uh oh and oh they signed that Andrew Adams, yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah I remember who that was uh, I forget where he played Tampa last year right Tampa yeah he apparently yeah. played but he was in Tampa technically he's a Super Bowl champion um 
So those are those are your safeties, dude. That's, that's yeah. I think that's it, right? I can't really think because I'm looking at, you know, some of the, you know, sometimes they have like corners and 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 stuff, but really their safety. Right, right. But that's the only safeties they have. Safeties, yeah. So I'm a little shocked they haven't added, you know, a little bit more. Um, you know, technically that one uh, six-rounder, Jacoby uh, from LSU, is a linebacker safety hybrid. So maybe they project him more as as a safety just due to that fact. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, they didn't technically draft a safety. So oh, I know between ESPN <laughs> and NFL Network, one of them listed him as a safety and one listed him as a corner. Right. So, or I mean, as a, a linebacker. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know what you meant. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a little. Usually, you want to have, you know, unless Adams truly they think can truly contribute in right. a you know, backup or rotation role. Um, you know, I would like to have at least one more, and maybe that maybe that's Jacoby Stevens. Uh, so they have six safeties in the room, but I, right. I, don't, know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. A long way to go before you get to the ninety man when we start in training camp, and then when you cut down to, are they going back to fifty three this year? Was last year just a one time deal? I think it might be a one time thing. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, Seamus says I think we will trade for a corner or sign a free agent. Yeah, they have to, Seamus. They have yeah, to. yeah. They, uh, they have no, they have no option. Avante uh, Maddox cannot be your starting cornerback number two. Now let him go play the slot. That's that's what he like. He was born and bred for that spot, like to be the the nickel corner in this league, and he is going to make a ton of money being a nickel corner in this league because I think he's really good at it. Yeah, I think so too. Like, I if you move him to the three and get any like get somebody in at number two, I, I feel solid with this defense. I say let's roll with it, and we'll figure out the safeties as we go. Like, if you told me you could shore up one thing on this team, I think that would be it. Is cornerback is CB two? Yeah. Well, they. I mean, they have to do something. It's, yeah. They can't. They can't go into the season like that. So, um, but yeah. That's it for us folks tonight. Uh, you know, we we had a, a great time at the draft, just kind of enjoying it. Um, you know, as the season progresses, we'll, we'll hopefully uh, be able to get a better idea of how those draft picks are going, um, you know, and, and all that. So, And then obviously once the season starts, um, you know, Eric and I will be down at the, at the tailgate. Uh, I would assume they'll let us tailgate by then. Uh, we'll make them let us. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, who knows? Maybe we'll maybe we'll go live every uh, every home game. I think we should. Um, I was and I was going to bring up the idea of, you know, it sounds like New Jersey is opening up things. They just everything's yeah. open. They just got to wear a mask. Yeah, and I'm assuming Pennsylvania will follow suit. Very soon. I think we should start the works of our first round table. Amongst the people again. That'd be great. Oh yeah, yeah. Opening uh, opening day, uh, opening uh, game. Opening Thursday night. I think that should be a thing. Yeah, that'd be great. We, can talk, says, we can talk about the game that's going on there. Yeah. Famous says I think they'll keep it at fifty-five because it's a seventy. That's also I didn't. That's a good point. That's very good, point. very good, Seamus. I did not factor. Seamus, bring the fire tonight. All right. I know we missed this, buddy. 
Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, buddy. It's been a while. Um, but yeah, dude, maybe we, hey, shoot me a message there, Seamus. Maybe we'll figure out a, a time where we all uh, we all head over uh, to hell yeah. Uh, although I'm pretty sure you're already in New Jersey. Um, and we'll our, head over to New Jersey. We'll head over to Jersey. in New Jersey. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, but yeah, that's it for us, folks. Thank you so much for listening uh, to our show, uh, episode number two hundred and forty. I can't believe we've done wow. one hundred and forty episodes of the show. Well, I feel uh, like in ten weeks, when we get to two hundred and fifty, we should do something special. Uh, yeah, maybe we maybe we can have some special guests on. Maybe yeah. just people popping in, you know, having a good time. Uh, I think we should do that. Eric, you're planning it. I know, I know exactly who you could get to be on. Well, I'm going. I'm planning on reaching out to him. Today. Well, you say you've been. Yeah, well, I'm going to... I think you're either a, a bold-faced liar or you're a terrible salesman. Well, I mean, it could be <laughs> either one. Well, anyway, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll figure all that. No, um, I'll, I'll, I'll text him and, and talk to him about it. Uh, oh, nice. Episode 250. Nice. 15 minutes. Yeah, I was trying to say I'm, well, yeah, yeah. I'm super far out, but... I don't mind driving, especially for yeah, you're not as far as any. Yeah, I've done it before. Let's do it. Let's get some Jersey okay. uh, in Jersey. Uh, Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> Jersey's in Jersey. All right, folks. Well, thank you very much for listening to the Football Smack Talk Show uh, live on the Phillyverse Podcast Network. Uh, make sure that you uh, search for the Phillyverse on all of your uh, social medias. Uh, follow, give us a follow, a like, a share, a uh, comment. Anything, whatever the buttons tell you to do, do that. Follow it, follow it blindly. Yes. Uh, so we will see you guys next week. Uh, make sure you check out all of the other shows on the Philiverse Podcast Network. Uh, we got a couple of extra shows uh, popping in now. Uh, I think we got our full uh, list of shows up to about seven. Nice. Uh, so we'll be posting a few things on on the Facebook page and uh, and and Instagram and Twitter and all that. Uh, giving you the updated schedule. So please make sure you check out all the other shows. We do appreciate it. So we will see you guys next week. Uh, hopefully uh, nothing crazy happens between now and next week and maybe some good news. Um, you know, as, as yeah, maybe some CB2 news. Yeah, some CB2 news, exactly. So uh, we'll, we'll keep our uh, ears to the ground on that. But uh, Eric, you got anything to add before we get on out of here? Nah. All right. Keeping uh, keeping the streak alive. Thank you very much. All right. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Appreciate all the love and support. Uh, Seamus, Travis, appreciated you popping in and uh, shooting the comments. And a special shout out to uh, um, Twitch, uh, Phillyverse Twitch. We love uh, our Twitchies. Uh, I don't know if that's what you call them, but that's what I just did. I think they should be called Twitchies. Twitchies, yeah. Twi yeah. yeah. It's better than Twitchers. Yeah, I think Twitchy sounds better. Yeah, right. okay. Sounds like we're well, I appreciate all the love and support from Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, uh, and the like. So that's it for us. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us. We will see you guys next week. So for the Football Smack Talk Show, I'm Ryan. I'm Eric. Happy football, everybody! Only 129 days to go. That is so manageable. We will oh, be yeah. beginning of the season in no time. Oh man, no time. I think that in the next month we're gonna get uh, 100 days. I know. I can't wait. Yeah. So first will be my birthday, and then it'll be 100 days. Yeah. Great, great uh, series in, in under a week. So. All right, everybody. Have a good night. We'll see you guys next week. Later. Go birds. Go birds.